Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Recorded live. D, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Okay. Don't mind me. When I say when I say it, um, <laughs> I thought we were doing ten. I was like, oh, it's nine forty-five, and I was like, yeah, what well, it is close to the time. I was like, because I wasn't getting on for like ten minutes. Okay. Okay. Sorry, Mister. Okay. You you want to get off and get back on, or you want to you just want to stay on in the background? Um, it doesn't matter. All right. I think, well, I'm just going to um, mute it because either, I mean, it's already recording, so. Yeah, um, the pen. What happened? Not the one I put the pen, it's because someone else was using it. So I guess only you need the pen and everybody else needs to hit one. Or... Or usually when I are you new to talk to? Yeah, I not, I didn't join. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's usually what it is. Like if you get gotten one, a lot of times it'll just let you hit the pen and then pound. But I noticed with new users. Let me put that in a couple of messages. I think I said that in. So, um, it's just going to be like last week, though, right? Yeah, I I know we were, well, we were going to talk about, um, like, marriage relationships. I guess we were going to have a topic, but then Angela said, what if some people aren't married? So I guess we'll just talk about relationships and just kind of do the same thing that we did before. I don't know if she had a form. What's this? Oh, my aunt. Okay. What you been up to? Nothing productive. (laughs) (laughs) I am. I haven't studied in like two days, and. I have been blogging, but I know today's post needs to be edited. I'm over it, looking at some grammar and verse, but nothing. It's just taking care of these girls. I have some sick kids, so. Taking care of bills? Yeah. I might have to leave. Hold up. Hold up. Can y'all, like, do y'all want me to go somewhere else? Because I was trying to chill out down here, and y'all just, like, I know. I don't want you to be. <laughs> I'm just saying. Do I need to go upstairs? Okay. I ain't trying to kick you out. I'm just saying. 
Uh, so you said you're trying to take care of some bills. No, girls, the girls. Oh, girls, girls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw I saw the little one. I saw the little yeah. one in the chair. I thought that was so cute. She's, oh, yeah, she's she was off yesterday. She woke up, and I don't know what time she woke up, but when it was time to work out, she was tired. I thought she was getting sick, but she might be because she's kind of snotty-nosed, but um, she just took, like, two naps yesterday, and she barely takes one, so I know. She's not 100%. Uh, hey, Charlene. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Good morning, ladies. Hi. Charlene is D. D, meet Charlene. Good morning, Charlene. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> okay. And when somebody says Charlene, it's me. Who's me? Rhonda? Right. Yes, it's me, Rhonda. <laughs> Good morning, Rhonda. It's Chris. Hey, Chris, how are you? Good, how are you? <laughs> Good. Chris, meet Charlene, meet Dee. Hi, Charlene. Hi, Dee. Hi, Dee. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Good morning. morning. Sorry, that's my alarm telling me to get on the call. <laughs> you beat just the alarm. Case, yeah, just in case I forgot. Yeah. Well, I know we're we're just. I know I just sent her a message, Angela. I know we all were productive and got on early so we could work out, you know, all the good stuff. So now we're early, early, which is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what What do you do on this call, Rhonda? Are you say working out? <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for it. <laughs> I'm no. in my pajamas. I just came on the couch. <laughs> I'm in my pajamas too. Um, no, actually, we, um, Angela and I, uh, found this page on Instagram called Fitbook, and Fitbook makes a book called The Goal, the Goal Getter, so we went and got them, like, after Christmas, and, um, this is the kind of book that I use when I lost the weight, so when we met, we said, let's just get together and kind of do a mastermind and encourage one another, you know, and just talk about, um, healthy stuff, ideas, what's working for you, what's working for me. And then we said, okay, well, let's meet at the Starbucks. But, you know, the weather and then, okay, these, you know, um, and Cinnamon, if she has kids, so we're, we're like, let's get on the phone. Right. And then we're like, okay, well, let's invite more people. And then here came Charlene. And then I was like, okay, well, Christina. And then hopefully Claudia gets on the phone too. So that's how we evolved. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool. I'm going a, I'm to a crash your party this morning. <laughs> Good. Yeah, everybody's trying to live the healthy journey, so we just um, come and talk about the book. Um, Even if you don't have the book, we will basically kind of just go down the format. And I know, I think Dee, you can see it, Dee had pulled it up on um, the website. And just the getter or the fit, which which one? It's called the the goal getter book, but it's by fit book. Okay. Yeah, this book has like four or five of them, and this one's their goal getter version. <clears throat> and Charlene is lost week too, and we've been friends on Facebook forever yeah. and ever and ever. And Christina, you actually probably have—I don't know if you, you you've met Charlene, but um, she's with Pastor Saida, so we've we've crossed paths many times. Oh, okay. That's great. Yeah. Now, what what was her name, Rhonda? Christina. Christina. Okay. Hi, Christina. Hi. You can just call me Chris. It's fine. 
Okay, I have a toddler attacking my door, so I might have to mute myself. (laughs) (laughs) She realized that I'm gone and I'm in a locked door, so she must get in. All right, I'm talking to Angela, so she's. I told her we're all on, so we're probably going to pop on and um, get it going. I'll give you guys a, a recap. We didn't record. Uh, we we did it uh, two weeks ago, bi-weekly, because we said, you know, once a month wasn't enough because, you know, a lot of stuff can happen. I could probably talk about a million things I found out just, you know, that I start doing or adding or taking away, whatever. Right. Um. But we just talked about, like, food and chicken and Angela coming off of her fast. She's doing the Daniel diet. I don't know if anybody else is. Oh. And how you come, you know, you come off of it and you have to make a decision if you want to go back to the way it was or if you want to keep on going. And she pretty much has uh, decided that she wants to just eat a lot cleaner and um I've given up meat. And so I talk about just the clarity and the fish and we got into a conversation just about the antibiotics and everything. And then mm-hmm. Dee talked about uh, the chicken that she buys from a farm in Millville, which the chicken is um, not as big as the regular chicken that we buy out the store. We got into a deodorant conversation because I'm a <laughs> really big believer in uh, the aluminum and the cancer and breast cancer. Oh, yeah. Very in cancer. For sure. And I just, yeah, I just believe that there's a high rate of cancer. And um, just natural ways that we can figure out how we can just protect ourselves and the people around us. Have you found, if it, we were talking about this at my last small group, have you found a deodorant that is effective? Because I've tried many and end up um, smelling by the end of the day. But I, mm-hmm. the one thing I told the girls, and I don't know what you guys discussed, but I have coconut oil for everything, so I use the coconut oil. And then, but you have to, so I use the coconut oil also as deodorant, but then you have to like pat it with cornstarch and that mm-hmm. seems to be the most effective. I don't know if you found any product that, you know, is less messy than that or that is effective, but I, I haven't found any. I've tried the Tom's. I've tried lots of different ones and uh, they weren't that, you know what I mean? They, right. Right. So it's mixed with a big, big consider too. Don't just use the cornstarch by itself. Right. It'll have a little bit more of a texture if you add it with the coconut oil. So it's more like a paste than it is like that powder. If you boil it down, the coconut oil, the cornstarch, and the, well, the baking soda, and then add the cornstarch, it's not as um, grainy, like, you know, abrasive, I should say. Mm -hmm. Um, And then let it get solid. Yep. Well, this is good. We all went, I, I didn't, my thought was, I haven't, we talked about it, and I'm like, um, the recipe that this I don't know if we shared this. Um, the it was a recipe with arrowroot, a quarter mm-hmm. a cup of arrowroot, baking soda, quarter cup, and a quarter cup of coconut oil. Oh, and uh, okay. I found it on YouTube, and it just takes a long time for it to mesh well together. And she said, "Don't give up, just keep on mixing." But <laughs> my my thought is the same thing that you have, Christine. And then I was just like, I gotta just go and do it because I'm worried about. Here's my next thought. Is the oil going to get in my clothes? Mm-hmm. That was my next thought. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't really. I use coconut oil every day. It doesn't. No. And I yeah. think the recipe I found was a little less coconut oil. It was three tablespoons versus a quarter cup. 
Um, you got three tablespoons? Yeah, three tablespoons coconut oil, eighth baking soda, eighth um, arrowroot or, co- or cornstarch. And also I use essential oils too. So it That's doesn't mask. Oil. Yeah, it doesn't mask it, but it does give you a scent. Uh, oh, okay. So how's it working can, for you, Jay? You add the baking soda, it will, baking soda absorbs odor. So that, that's your, that's your rich, get rid of odor if you're going to use it as a deodorant. Right. Yes. Well, I'm not really concerned now because it's wintertime, but in the summertime, right. that's when I think it's going to be really tested. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so far, so good. But, yeah. Um, I'm curious it's about try. It's worth the try because there's so many studies that aluminum is, know a huge contributor to people getting breast cancer mm-hmm. specifically as well as to mention alzheimer's too right yeah and that's rampant right. in my family right. well at least we're all on that same path i just I, I just bought another jar of coconut oil so i actually have been using it um this week i don't know if you guys uh have seen any videos with oil pulling but my cousin does oil pulling and she, like, raves, raves about it. So I started, like, today is my third day. And it's it's kind of hard for me because I'm not a um, – it's hard to work up to 20 minutes with oil in your mouth. I'm That's like, what I was saying. That's what I was thinking, I, the same thing. I was like, 20 minutes? No. If you told me just gargle with it for a minute, maybe two, but 20? What the heck? I can't. My, my First of all, like, my jaw is just like, okay. And then you're not supposed to swallow it because it's pulling all the bacteria and everything from your mouth. Right. And hey, you're, Rhonda, I'm on. Boy, that was complicated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said I knew we had to get on early because I was like, okay, I know it's going to be some stuff. But with, with, every time you do a call, it's, it's always the thing. All right. Everybody, this Angela's on the call. Hi, Good morning. Angela. Hi. Good morning. So, yeah, we were just talking about, I did a recap of uh, our call two weeks ago, and uh, I was just kind of, you know, going over oil pooling. That's what I was doing this week, just to give you some time to get on the call. Uh, okay. So have you um, done it, Rhonda, for 20 minutes in a row? No, I can only get to five. Yeah, and maybe to- that's effective, too. Well, I told like it's pulling. You can feel like your um your nose, like you can feel like the sinus, all that stuff pulling out of you. But I do feel like this is day three. I feel like something's going on, and I just, I mean, I feel really good about it. I've seen like a lot of videos that say great things, but there's another video that you know there's always somebody that goes against what somebody else mm-hmm. has to say, right? And um. There's one video where this lady says it's not that she doesn't think it's effective, but she uses wheatgrass. The dentist told her to use wheatgrass because she was having major problems with diabetic, um, a lot of problems, and so she uses wheatgrass. And that, like, that opened up a whole other world for me. And somebody got a lot of stuff in the background that they can read it out. Hello. I'm here. I'm sorry. It's my husband. Go ahead. I'm listening. I was thinking, I was going to say, is that your husband again last week? It was like, (laughs) he's just coming in from shoveling snow. I'm listening. (laughs) So, 
um, yeah, the one lady talked about wheatgrass, and I actually talked about about the wheatgrass, and not not in regards to um, peace, but just what she thought, because it brought up a whole topic of um, people dealing with cancer, and she says that she uses it for two people that are going through um, radiation and just the benefits of it. So that's my, like, ring to the call today. Like, not everybody do their own research, but um, I probably will just fully look at wheatgrass. I've already heard great things oh, about it, but... That. Yeah, but I picked up yeah. some. I thought she would have been up. Um, I take, I've been taking for one? years, like, this barley green. Yeah, yeah. They're organic. Barleens is the um, name brand, like but it's, little. like, organic greens, and it has wheatgrass amongst, oh, yeah. like, it's a whole, you know, like, a, a lot of blend. Like, Hold on one second, Christine. Angela, mute your phone. Okay. How do you do that? Just hit your, you got an iPhone. Just hit the mute button. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. okay. No, no, no. Sorry. Wait, I haven't done oh. it. Hold on. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm still trying to get it. Hold on. Here we go. All right. Go ahead, Chris. So it has, um, it's all organic types of grass. So it's organic oat grass, wheat grass, barley, spinach powder, corella, corella, spirulina, amongst, and then rockweed powder. I'm not sure what that is. And then there's also like a fiber thing. So there's organic flaxseed powder in it. Um, and then there's a probiotic blend with enzymes and anti- antioxidants. So it's it's like a mix of everything, greens. And I take like a shot of it every morning in just some water. And it really just helps to alkalize, um, uh, alkalize your body and um, just counteract some of the acidic things that you eat throughout the day, coffee, sugar, and animal protein. So it does help um, create the environment in your body that doesn't breed disease. So I can see how people... Um, you know, it would be good for people with cancer because cancer breeds in acidic environments, so you want to make your body as alkaline as possible. Right. So, yeah, so I've been taking that for years, and, um, you know, and I don't really get sick. There's hardly ever a time. I, don't, I think maybe once in the last, once or twice maybe in the last 15 years. I really don't get, like, sick because you build your immune system up so much. Yeah. You know? That it doesn't breed that in your body, your immune system can fight off those things. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna definitely add it. And um, I was thinking about I have a family member right now, really battling with ovarian cancer. When I heard it, I was like, God, if I would have known this, like, I mean, it was just really like it was just all of a sudden, and then next thing you know, it was just like it was it was serious. So yeah. um not that it's not too late to help her even build her yeah. immune system up, but I I felt like, oh, I wish we just would have had it like uh, you know, six months mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Um we wanna go into the book even though you don't you some of you don't have the book, which is okay. I, I guess we'll good. just Yeah. Uh I mean it's just the basically the book just talks about 
Um, it, it goes in today, and you put the date in. You say, I'm grateful for. And so you just write what you're grateful for, which you put you in a good place as far as um, sometimes we get in the negative stuff. So when we get in the negative stuff, we kind of like get in the well with me. And next thing you know, you're eating a pound of donuts off of, you know, what happened. <laughs> and um, my goal to live life fit today is there's a section for that. And one thing I appreciate about my strong body is, and then it talks about rate your day, your movement, your nourishment, and your um, attitude, today's mood. So that's basically the book, and then there's a journal section. So, um, Angela D., you want to just talk about that a little bit? You guys have been keeping up with it. Um, anything you got, just kind of going around the the phone room. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to hurry up and talk before he comes back in here. Um, I uh, have been, I think the only week that I really wasn't able to keep up was the week I was sick. And so that was a, like a five or six day stretch. I tried to write, wasn't much to write because I really wasn't able to do much and my diet was probably just broth and things. But other than that, I feel like I've been pretty consistent and I like what I'm seeing. I like how I'm starting to feel. Um, the official fast that I'm on ends on Sunday. But I'm going to um, continue some of the things that I already put into place in terms of what I've cut out of my um, my food and what I'm going to put into my food. So I'm looking forward to that because I probably have lost some inches, not that the fast was intended to do that, but I think what I had stopped eating has um, impacted uh, some weight loss. But... I just am starting to feel better and lighter. And so, and I haven't done a whole ton of exercise. Um, I've really just been focusing on the food part. And so I, um, and, you know, and then other things that come with the fast in terms of the spiritual part. Um, it's really been a really good 22 days because 24, yeah, and Sunday. Hmm. Good, good, good. How do you feel clarity-wise? Did she hear me? Did she go back on mute? Oh, she went back on mute. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what you got, D? <laughs> so um, this, I am actually, Monday ends my sugar detox. And uh, uh, dear? Yeah. Dear? Dear? I don't know who that is. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Monday ends my sugar detox. Yeah. I'd say the hardest has been the last two weeks. Angela. Oh, she's, wait, she lost the call, but he's on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my word. Y'all are rowdy in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> Angela has a lively house let's just say that um, so yeah I've been doing the sugar detox I think the last two weeks have been the hardest well the first two days were hard because I was getting really bad headaches at nighttime. typically when I want like a brownie or a cookie or whatever um, sorry my mom's calling in um, so the last two weeks though it's been a little different my emotions I'm pretty much a happy-go-lucky type of person but, you know, one of the uh, 
side effects of the sugar detox is like depression or emotional lows. And mm-hmm. I've definitely been feeling that. Um, and it took me a couple of days to recognize because my husband's like, you're just not yourself. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And then I was talking to a friend who's struggling and she's like, oh yeah, I did the sugar detox and I got really depressed. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's one of the symptoms. <laughs> like I, I wasn't yeah. thinking of it. And then this last week has been my sinuses has been really, really bad, and that's another symptom of the detox. Um, but other than that, I definitely feel much clearer, um, much more energy. I was getting like around 2.30, um, even, and I work out four times a week, and I've been eating clean for 18 months, but I still had sugar, so not completely clean. But um Around 2.30, I was getting really lethargic before, and now I'm pretty energetic all throughout the day, which is great. Um, last week, though, I'm telling you talking about alkalizing your body. I just started drinking kombucha, yeah. which is the fermented tea, and that has been, it's been an experience, <laughs> too. <laughs> um, I found one that I like. At first, that was a little hard, and also not doing the sugar, because some of them add the sugar in it, and so it was a little hard to find that one that's sugar-free. But I pretty much changed our, everybody's eating, because at first I was doing it just for me, and then I was, I've been substituting sugar with stevia. So I've been able to pretty much bake, cook all my meals sugar-free, and so I think I'm going to do it for another 21 days, just because... I kind of want to make this a lifetime change versus just a detox. So that's pretty much where I am. So in actually finding something that you're grateful for, at least three things that you're grateful for when you're kind of having an emotional low was kind of good because it just, you know, and also through prayer because I've been doing the honor your prayer challenge or honor your temple prayer challenge was good during those emotional lows to kind of, sit there and reflect and think of good things in your life and things that you're grateful for. So that's pretty much been my two weeks. Amen. That's where I want to insert an amen. (laughs) 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 Um, That was good, Dave. That was good. That was good. Uh, Can I ask a question? This is Claudia. I'm sorry. Hi, Claudia. Oh, everybody say hello to Claudia. I didn't know you got on. Woo, Claudia. Yeah. Claudia. <laughs> hey. So I have a question for you guys. So um, I've been, I, this is my first time on the call, so I didn't really know about the book or anything. Um, But my church started to do a 21-day Daniel fast, and this is my first time actually, you know, doing it. I love sugar. I love coffee. Um, so, you know, giving it up, it was like, you know, it was a, it was a trial. But after the first three or four days, like, I experienced so much energy that it was, like, it was worth it. Like, mm-hmm. I never knew that, you know, when people say, oh, I feel so energetic. I'm like, well, how can you feel energetic when you're always hungry? Like, I'm the type of person that if I'm hungry, like, I can't be myself. Like, it's like, I don't know. Like, I'm really struggling. So, you know, I really felt like if I ate fruits and vegetables, I would just be hungry. But, I, you know, I didn't really focus so much on portions um, at first. I just, you know, when I was hungry, I ate. So it ended up me eating, like, fruits and vegetables, like, five times a day. And then later on, I started to notice that I did start (laughs) eating maybe three or four times a day without really being mindful of it. Mm -hmm. Um. 
and what I would eat was like enough. Um, so my question, like right now, I'm experiencing so much energy. I have three um, boys, two of them are in diapers, one is a 10 year old and, you know, energy, me feeling energetic is just so important in my life. Cause you know, I'm always moving. I work full time. So, you know, I, I love the way I feel, but like, how do you feel about like holidays and like maybe a date night or something like that, especially if you know, the person you're with is not necessarily on a diet, too. Like, how are you guys going to approach that? We have Valentine's Day coming up, you know, and all the other big holidays. Like, are you going to allow yourself, um, you know, allowances on those days? I mean, or have you um, had allowances on those days and then had trouble getting back on the horse afterward? So I just kind of want everybody's input input on how they are going to approach those special occasions and, you know, I guess some best practices from you guys. Can I raise um, my hand really fast? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to raise my hand too. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, no, me, me. <laughs> so this is, this, this is good. And actually you kind of segue um, Charlene and, and Chris, if you have something to say it, regarding something that we already talked about, but um, because some of us are married, and when we first got on, it was me, Dee, and Angela, I said, well, you know, let's talk about um, how food is helping us in our marriages, right? Mm-hmm. But then we said, okay, well, we may have some people that are not married, so I said, well, let's just talk about relationships. So, um, Claudia, you kind of segue right into it. So, for me, right, I think that it's a personal um, decision. And when you look at it as a lifestyle, for me, because this has been one of my biggest things, because uh, with my walk, it's been a 12-step walk. So it's always, you know, measuring. And, 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 like, Angela is, like, firsthand. She knows, like, we'll go places, and I'm like, I'm not eating that. And it's just a decision, and you kind of just have to, you just have to let people know. So, I mean, you can make allowances, but you have to remember, is that allowance going to take you over? I am one, and me and my daughter talk about it a lot, like some people just don't get it. Some people say it's only one cookie, but for me, a cookie is detrimental. A, a, mm-hmm. a donut is detrimental. Like any walk that I have in sugar, I just I don't trust that I will be able to walk back from it. So with all of my work that I've done, I just don't put it in my body at all. And it's just, and it's just three years, and that's just it. And I think when you're in a relationship and you just explain, and Angela's going through this right now, um, all of us are, that when, you're, when your significant other knows what's going on, they kind of walk in. Either, it, either the man is taking the journey or you're taking the journey. Somebody just walks along, and this is what we do now. So, like, when we go out, often we go to buffets because there's more things for me to eat there at the buffet because I don't eat meat anymore, and I eat a lot of veggies and salads. So we don't have to get into this whole it's not on the menu thing because everything is there that I need. So you just have to kind of like have that discussion, but it's really your choice. If it's Valentine's Day and you want to indulge, but you just have to know can you come back from that overindulgence. And one thing that you just said, you love sugar. Everybody here loves sugar. I mean, we can't, we can't, I mean, I'm out last night going to get coffee. It's either caffeine or caffeine or it's something that we haven't completely given up. You just have to know what's going to take you back over to that place and you have to remember how good you feel now 
versus if I go walk over on this side, is that just going to be too much? And I think it's just about balance. That's all. That's my answer. Yeah, Can I, I like your comment, answer. Again? Can I make <laughs> one comment? So the guy that I'm dating, he's starting, I, I think I'm starting to rub off on him. Um, because, you know, he's showing me pictures of water that he's drinking, and he told me about this new GM diet, which really is like fruits and vegetables. Um, so I'm seeing a change in him. But one thing I don't think he realizes yet is that he uh, he has a certain mentality of food. Um, so food is something that is like, it's like a when it comes to dating, it's like he associates food food, uh, like decadent food with celebrations. He associates decadent food with, oh, I'm taking you out. And so it's almost like me making certain choices and what I eat on date night is like, um, it it, kind of ruins the experience. Not ruins, I think that's too strong of a word, but I feel like it almost affects his, his, his uh, view of the experience because he sees, you know, mm-hmm. we might we might date like once a month. Like it's really not that often, but he sees it like, you know, that's the one day where, you know, we're just going to let it all go and, you know, and and just have that experience. So and and I and I I feel I I don't know I feel like half and half like I feel like okay well you know if I want a strawberry lemonade I'm gonna get it you know what I mean but if it comes to dessert I definitely can turn down like a dessert um or you know what I mean but it's so you know I even have my own things that you know I think but it's just how you it it becomes hard when their mentality of of a date night or mental it's almost like if you don't experience it with them you feel as though you're taking away a little bit of joy from the moment just because they're not all the way there yet does that make yeah. sense and i don't yeah. want to make him seem like he's a hater or like he's oh. like a negative force it's just that's the way he was raised so and i wasn't necessarily well i was kind of raised the same way but, but i was going to say I, we all were yeah, yeah yeah so it's like i feel like I don't want to ruin, like, holidays are holidays. Families, they just can't understand. But when you're on a date, like, I don't want to take away his enjoyment of us going out, be, like, either. And I, I I don't know. I'm trying to explain it right. But I hope I, y'all I totally, I totally understand, if I could just cut it, because I know people just make the food the experience, and it's so closely associated with that. And, yeah. and that's going to take time for that mindset for, to change for him. But I feel like... You know, if you want to have a little something and you're the kind of person that can have a smaller portion, then have it. You might get to the point, like Rhonda said, where your body has been cleansed so much of it. When you have a little something, it it's you, you could feel the effect right away. Like I haven't had processed foods in so long that if I have a little bit, like I had a piece of cautious pizza the other day, and just from the gluten, like as soon as I had it, I had a headache. Like my body's, like it comes to a point where when you get so clean that you're really, your body will tell you instantly, I have a headache, my eyes get swollen, this, you know, and it's not even worth it to you. So if it gets to that point, but by then, you know, your significant other will have adjusted to it. But I think in the meantime, I mean, if you can have just a smaller portion or if you can just, you know, um, act, 
not act like, but really enjoy what you're having. So if you're having a salad and he's having some decadent food or whatever the case is, oh, this is so good. I'm so glad we came out. I love this fresh test. So maybe he's getting that fulfillment like he is giving you this experience that you wouldn't have had without him. Like, I'm so glad we could share this together. I think it's just going to be, it takes some time for his mindset to change where it's not revolved. The focus is not just on the food, but I'm having such a great experience with you and thanks for taking me out. You know what I mean? Well, that was good. That was good. Claudia, this is Angela. I think that one thing I'm careful about is don't rob him of he's trying to romanticize you with faith on a date night. So what I might do is if it's just once a month, then maybe y'all could share a dessert, and that way you're not getting the full effect of the calories if you really want something or share something. Um, but I think that's that's just what men do when they take you on a date. They want to romanticize you. Of course, you turn that down. Um, and, and right, it's about the experience. And my husband was the same way. He said, well, where can we go where you can eat? And I said, any place where there's a side, because I can eat sides, you know, because it's all vegetables. And he can still get what he wants. And we found a place. And actually, I was pleased. I had enough sides. I was filled up. He enjoyed his meal, and we still able to be in the same place and enjoy the ambiance. So there's ways around that. But, um, you know, I wouldn't say you know how far your body and where you want your body to go and what your goals are. So if you really want to cut stuff out, it's right. It's going to take time for you both to develop the mindset, okay, I'm just not going to eat that anymore. Like I'm not really sure where I'm going to stop yet um, because I'm also on the 21-day fast, and I gave up coffee, of course. And that's something I drank every day. And mm-hmm. I realized I'm not addicted to coffee because I didn't get any headaches from not having it. It didn't mm. even phase me. Mm. Um, and I've been drinking coffee since I was six, so literally, <laughs> because this is something in our family. And I just didn't miss it. So um, I think over time you just kind of, your mindset becomes, and this is for everybody, not just for you, but it's for me too. And your mind just that becomes off of food and on your goals. I don't even focus on food anymore. Yeah. I eat what I eat. I think the hardest part, and maybe we can talk about this too, Rhonda, is when you run out of things, ideas, and you didn't have to start cooking and planning. But um, I think for me, it's just like I don't focus on what I'm not having. I'm focused on what I am having. Yeah, that's good. I, I wanted to say uh, too, Claudia, um, and kind of um, – Christina talked about it. It's um, the experience is still the romantic piece, but it's not the food piece. And and I had this with um, uh, I don't eat cake, so my sister in law invites me over um, for us to come over for cake, and she's like, "You're not going to have a piece of cake." And I always give this experience, this you know, this experience, and she's like, "You're not going to have a piece of cake." I was like, "I haven't had cake in two years." And she was like, but it's my birthday. And I had to say, I know it's your birthday, and I'm still here. I'm celebrating. I am here. Yeah. So it doesn't, nothing changes, and that's the piece where we're talking about where we're into the food and we're raised with the food. It's the, we associate the celebration, the church, the after church, the let's get together, the, the happy hours, all of that stuff with the food. It's food in every occasion that we have. That's why it's one of the hardest things to break, and we and we just keep, of course, society keeps getting big because food is associated with everything that we celebrate. But when we move into a place of celebration where we're not focused on it, imagine what 
other things we can do. You just got to not think about so much of food in and come out and think about other things. And that's where in relationships you have so many other things that you can do um, when you're not so wrapped up in the food. It just causes you to get out of your comfort zone, that's all. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take time. People are going to, ha- you know, feel a certain way in the beginning, but then they get used to and they ex- accept the new you, and then it doesn't become – it's not an issue anymore, but it took time. Mm-hmm. It took time for me and my family. It really did. Thank you right. so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, Charlene, you got anything in the background? Um, well, she, she still <laughs> and Charlene don't, do, Charlene don't do well with listening to other things, and I don't know whose voice is who. So it's that ADD in me trying to decipher who's saying what and who is that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, as far as... I'm single. I'm not dating anybody. I did, um, and so therefore, there's no major issue with who I, what I eat, and who likes it, don't like it. But it's funny because uh, this weekend I had to go to Virginia for a family, um, for a funeral, and my family is from the south, of course. So that means everything's fried, fried twice, third time, <laughs> and then everything is pasta, starch, starch. Starch starch. As a matter of fact, this entire menu had not one vegetable on it. And I'm sitting, I, and I, so I take my food with me. I take my food with me for two reasons. One, it's like someone said, which because I don't know nobody, voice didn't put a name with it, said something on the lines that if you, um, said if, if what I want to, what if I want to eat, if I don't want to eat something, then that's like the cookies or whatever, then I can't eat one. It's not just one cookie. And for me, like you said, one cookie would be 10 cookies. Or as Luther Vangelo said, he had he, he was eating, <laughs> he was sick one time, and he had stopped eating bread. And if you might remember, when he lost weight, he lost a lot of weight, and he would go up and down. And he said that you know he got sick, and so he said you know bread makes your stomach feel better. So let me eat one bagel, and one bagel became thirteen. So and since they talk to you and they have little red boots on with a horn on their head. You gotta leave those things alone. They're really the cookies of girls are cookies of the devil and everything. But I had them. <laughs> so back to my story, I went to Virginia and I took ninety percent of what I needed with me. When I got there, I went to Walmart and I, I eat seafood though. Mm-hmm. And I went and bought some uh, shrimp and you could just steam them in a bowl in the microwave. And so I took a little salad, a little it's like six shrimp, four olives, and three pieces of cheese, which makes a meal. And I'm sitting there eating it and. My cousin looks at my plate and makes the comment of, I'm going to have high cholesterol if I keep eating like that. It was oh funny God. because his particular plate had a piece of fried chicken, a piece <laughs> of chicken with gravy, mashed potatoes with gravy, pasta salad, <laughs> and two dimples. Wow. He's worried about my cholesterol. I, I felt really blessed because he was really concerned about me. But I'm going to say, no, <laughs> have a seat. I I can go out and eat. I don't. I need to get a scale to measure, but then I've gotten to the place I kind of know that measuring all that kind of stuff. But I don't. Um, I don't. I don't think that I concern myself so much with what people think I should have or not have because it's not really for them. And I just had this conversation with a really good friend yesterday, and um, I'm not doing a food uh, fast. I'm just I've changed my lifestyle, and it's really been a process. But I'm doing this 21 day journey, um, destiny trip and journey that I'm doing, and uh, on, on, the, on the weekend when I had that situation said to me that I was uh, going to have high cholesterol, it bothered me. It bothered me uh, in such a way that I it was on, happened on Saturday. Sunday I still was talking about it, and even on Monday I had a conversation with my cousin because it bothered me. And so then I had to do the, 
reflective of why, why his opinion about what I'm eating had an impact on me. And, and the ultimate goal, ultimate reality was I wanted his approval for the fact that I'm eating healthy, even though he's not. And so, you know, we hit, there, there was a particular chapter in the book that was talking about haters, and I didn't want to give him that kind of power because that would mean that I'm going to play the victim. I'm not going to be the victim. If I'm going to take control over all of my life and everything be healthy, whether I put in my body or what I put in my head or what I allow to come out of my mouth, has to be about me because I'm the foundation to every relationship I enter into. And so it doesn't matter what you bring, it's what I bring. And then when I walk away, if I'm already strong when I walk in, I'm going to be strong when I walk away because your words are not going to determine what I eat, what I think, or how I feel about myself because I'm already strong. So I kind of said, you know, Tuesday, that's not going to be the situation. I said to my yesterday, you know, I don't care if I eat salads every day and then I go and you want to eat the steak and the salad, the lobster, and then add the cake. That's not my choice. And it's the same thing. And you can't let somebody dictate if you feel bad about it because what if me eating cake was going to cause me to have a, a deadly reaction to my stomach where I was allergic to it? Would you feel guilty about me eating it then? It's mm-hmm. fine. It, you know, we, 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 we eliminate things like we're talking about different deodorants because we don't want to get cancer or various different things. But what if it was deadly to me? What if it was, you know, the, the straw that can break the camel's back? What if it was, if I put those nuts in my mouth, it's going to cause a reaction to me? We don't feel bad with other people. It's like even because I actually have allergies really bad, and I carry the EpiPen everywhere. And people will say, well, it's just a little bit of onion. Wipe it off. Listen, this onion can kill me. Yeah. Well, okay, so you don't have that mindset. I have to have that mindset. And so once you get that mindset, I don't care what it means to them. I don't care what program they need to really go back through and say, this is how we celebrate. We eat the 15-layer cake because this is how we celebrate. I, that's, not my, that's not my choice anymore. That's not my option. That's not my lifestyle. That's not my desire. Whatever word you want to use. But when you, when you understand that, I don't, husband, spouse, or dating partner, all the different terms you guys use, because I'm still single, it's nobody but me and Jagger, who is a four-legged dog. So <laughs> you have to have a mindset that if it's what's going to be good for you, you uh-huh. can't concern yourself with somebody else's opinion. Now, I will say this, and this is this is the Bible, just me speaking as a Christian woman, that the Bible says that if what I do is an offense to my brother, I will not do it. So if me eating healthy is an offense to you, that's fine. I will eat somewhere else. But how is that an offense to you? Mm. You know, and, and 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 if this person that you're in a relationship with is also a Christian, also, then that has to be a conversation because then eventually it will change. And not only will he be more involved in drinking water, things like that, he'll take in consideration what is it? It's not me going overboard, but it's about me wanting to live longer, a healthy life, being more productive in my life, having optimal brain function, and all those wonderful things that happen when we eat the right way and not make you feel guilty. And neither should you feel guilty because we go out and celebrate once a month and it has to be with cake. No, because it doesn't have to be. Because there's a whole lot of other things we can have and there'd be just as much of a celebration and it not be to my detriment. Right, right. Good. We got a whole um, good, good conversation. Good, good, good. All right. Andrew, you got anything? Yeah, I want to say hi, Charlene. I'm glad you got on. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Been a long time. (laughs) 
Did Angela must know me. Who's Angela? Angela class from Bethany. Okay, so you Angela who? Clack. I can't even hear what you just did. So when you get back on Facebook, just say hi, Charlene, so I know what you okay. are. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. We, we will do a re, we'll reunite on Facebook. Yes. There you go. There you okay. Go. <laughs> um, I I'm, I just I'm loving the conversation. It just is interesting how we all are having the same experiences. And that is exactly why Rhonda and I thought about uh, the goal and mission of the group. And when you guys get the book, it will be that much more um, enlightening and just so much more we'll be able to share with each other in terms of the experiences and how our life is changing. Because I think we're all moving in the direction of lifestyle changes, and it's good to have a support group. So I'm anxious when we all can meet in person at some point maybe and have um, uh, tea or coffee or whatever people <laughs> are allowing themselves to have that we can kind of get together and, and talk more. Is there anything else people want to talk or have questions about in terms of family members, um, social events, and how to um, regulate or how, any questions around boundaries before we move on? Um, it's Chris. I just want to say one thing. I just think that, um, you know, we've <laughs> – People are so accustomed to what the normal is. I had a friend say the other day to me, she was complaining that she was sick, 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 and for so many months, and I keep telling her what to do. I, you know, try to eliminate this and this and see how you feel, and months and months keep going by with the same thing. I'm like, well, did you do what I told you to do last time? No, and, and she started complaining like, I, I just, I guess you just can't live a normal life, and I said, well, well, it depends what you think is normal. If normal is constantly putting sugar and processed foods in your mouth and feeling sick, why would you want to live that life? Like you need to, like it's going to take time from people to adjust to what a normal thing is. I said it's not normal pretty much in, in lots of different other countries in the, in the world. It's normal in the United States that we're obese and we, we feed on things that are not even food to our body. But that's not what normal, you know, you can create your new normal and it could be healthy and feeling good. So I think it's just going to take some time for people to adjust that. And it's difficult and just have some, you know, mercy towards them. Like it's just going to take some time for them to slowly adjust to what normal is and that they are not just going to live in being deprived, but they're actually going to have power to live, you know, a a meaningful, productive life. Mm. That's good, Chris. Good, good. Angela, you still there? I wanted to talk about being deprived. Um, Angela, you mm-hmm. there? You want to hear? Uh-huh. I'm here. Um, uh, for me, I mean, well, we're we're all believers on this, this prayer line. When you use the word deprived, I always think about um, your walk with, with Christ and how he asked you to lay down your life, and there's many things that you have to give up. I mean, we have long-suffering, we have afflictions, and all these different things, so... I always equate my my um, food during, um, and most of you know, like, you know, I wanted to go a different route, had surgery, and then it went a whole different way. And and I was mad at God, like, why did he take me this way? And now I understand it. A lot of times I equate my um, journey with um, this healthy lifestyle, with my walk with um, God. There's many times that every year it seems like God will call me to do something else, to go deeper in my food walk, but the same thing in my spiritual walk. So mm-hmm. it's not about depriving so much. It's about what happens when God asks you, and, and um, Angela knows this, and I shared it in a small group. Um, back in October, I, I heard God 
say pescatarian, and that's when I was like, that was on a Friday, and I told them on a Saturday, and Monday the nineteenth. That was it. There was no more. There was no more um, meat. Wow. And the reason why it was so easy for me to do that because in two thousand and thirteen he started me on this journey. So if I trusted him to get here, and I knew now I see all the benefits of, and, and I tell people this: how I'm able to pray, how I'm able to hear more. And all of these different things, if I trust him there, then when he says take, do something else, you trust him there. So it's not so much about depriving. It's about what what happens when God introduces you and takes you to a new journey in him that's so much more beneficial to you than ever. That's, that's, all, that's what I have with that. It's not about depriving. It's about just walking in a whole new, it's just, just a whole new life. That's it. Amen. <laughs> Like, you can't look at it. If you look at it as you being deprived, then you're trying to suffer it. And if you right. suffer it, lasts for six months, and then you die and crash and burn. And you're thinking, oh, man, and it's, it's like a diet. I don't do diets. I, I, I don't even like the word because I remember one right. time, and, Andrew, I know who you are. You're the therapist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. All 10 minutes later. Um, the, the, I remember when we were at at Bethany, and one of the girls did a class on things. And the first thing she said, she did two things, two acronyms that always stuck with me: um, saturated fat, fat where you ate it, and then the word <laughs> diet. That is, is die. Don't die. Don't die. So those two things. It's going to be a lifestyle, and it, once you get it, and you know what I find, and this which is really, really, really awesome to me, is that there's really a whole lot of people living a healthier green, clean, mm-hmm. it really is. It's so, it's yep. really not as small as we think it is. And mm-hmm. when we, once you brought, brought it out, because I know two people on the telephone line, and believe it or not, I've only met Rhonda twice. Mm-hmm. And only and she didn't know who I was. I know her because I see her pictures. I only met Rhonda because somebody networking, and it wasn't about weight loss, recommended her as a friend on Facebook, and that's the only way I know her. And then Angela, of course, I know because we work together um, at, at Bethany in, in the ministry, but I don't know any of you. So, look, we didn't have ditch cross paths and communicating and, and, and sharing based on something common. It's, and, and all the all of us talking about our friends and our family and don't do this, that, and the other. But it really is a lot of people that eat the mm-hmm. way we eat. Yes. And there's a restaurant that are picking up the way we eat. So it's not. it's really no need to suffer it. There's no need to suffer and and don't let your family and your friends make you suffer it. It's, right. It's, 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 right. 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 Good. Um, you got something? You, you're in the background taking care of kids? She's quiet. Maybe she muted. No, I'm just listening. Yeah, I was muted. <laughs> okay. That's why I'm just listening. Um, I don't really have – I had something to add earlier, but now it's kind of not um, – Need it, but um, you guys all have good good things to say. <laughs> um, I do. I think it was Charlene, who whose significant other associated food was dating. Oh, Charlene, didn't Claudia. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Claudia. Um, well, actually, it wasn't about the significant other. It was about her having more energy and stuff. Um, I don't know. 
I don't know if Rhonda and Angela know either, but I'm actually uh, studying to be AFAA certified as well as a metabolic hormone effect nutrition certified. And just for knowledge, there's three hormones that we all have. It's leptin, insulin, and gremlin. Gremlin's that hangry hormone, the one that makes you think you're like, going to kill somebody if you don't get something to eat in your mouth. <laughs> um, then there's leptin. Most women have two times the amount of leptin than men have, which is the um, releasing of fat and the storing of fat. We have double what men have, but men seem to be able to release it easier than we do because of our cortisol. And then there's insulin, and we all know insulin. It's our glucose and it kind of monitors our body. They're all interconnected. So um, the Things that you're feeding your body, you usually need, like when you have that gremlin issue, and just to keep in mind, if you feed your body protein and fiber, which doesn't necessarily have to be meat protein, it could be plant-based protein, it will um, kill that craving, and it will feed your body what you need to get to the next stage. And for leptin, insulin, and cortisol, just um, by feeding your body what it needs, you're not stressing your body out, which is what cortisol is. It's the stress hormone and um, enjoying life, it'll allow you to release the leptin. Um, You're either leptin-sensitive or leptin-resistant. And leptin-sensitive is the people who are easily released weight, and that's usually the people who exercise on a regular basis. They live a pretty much stressless, not stress-free life because they exercise, because they take care of their body. Um, They're able to release weight easier than those who are leptin-resistant, and those are the people who hold on Leptin's the hormone that, um, it's that fight or flight hormone. It's what tells your body that you need to store the fat because you need to fight if you're in a stressful situation. And if you're not in that situation, it allows your body to release it. And then again, we all know about insulin because diabetes is prevalent in our community. Um, the only other thing that I have is thought, um, I, I think in our community, this healthy lifestyle, this um, plant-based, how, uh, clean eating lifestyle isn't isn't the status quo. It is something new, um, and that's why it's a little bit harder for us to kind of adopt that style, that lifestyle change. Um, and that's pretty much all I was I was thinking <laughs> while you guys were talking. <laughs> I have one comment. So I um this is Claudia again, uh, the person who uh, you're making the uh you're making the reply to. So um after I had my third child in March of last year, um uh, well I had gestational diabetes throughout the entire pregnancy and I started I kinda held on to it, the diabetes mm-hmm. after the pregnancy was over. Um and so after work, like I really kind of like I said, I love sugar. Um, but I really was mindful about what I put in my body, and I actually kind of went to, I don't know if it's like a pre-diabetic state, but basically my doctor said, you know, I could, I had gotten into a point where I could control it through exercise and diet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my problem would always be getting these lows. Like I, because I have like, kids, sometimes it's hard for me to say, Claudia, sit down and eat. Like I'm like mm-hmm. a... I'll be running, 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 running. Then I'll be like, wait, did I eat today? Like, um, so my problem will always be with my diabetes, like, dropping, and I, and I feel it, and then I'm just, like, in this zombie state trying to get, you know, something in my body um, so that I can bring it back up. So, like, now since, since I've been on a fast, um, I noticed that even if I start to feel that drop, 
as soon as I eat it, I feel like I'm getting like my my uh, come around time is a lot quicker um, mm-hmm. than before. Um, like I can eat like a tangerine or two tangerines and I'm like back to normal within like 15, 15 minutes. And sometimes even if it drops, um, even if it comes back up, sometimes you still feel drained after it. I don't know if other people feel that way. Um, but I'm finding, you know, that I'm not even almost being that particular about, did I eat the fruit? Did I eat, you know, what, what, how does it break down in my body? I haven't been concerned with that at all for the past, whatever, 19 days. Um, I just eat what I want. And tangerines have been, you know, I got like a whole box of them for ShopRite for like $4. Like, I love them. Um, they're really kind of they're kind of high in sugar, I know, but you know it's a good sugar. But you know, um, but I've been finding that I've been much more regulated um, with the diabetes, and this is just I haven't really been checking my sugar that much. This is just based on feeling. I really I'm in tune with my body, so I, I know when I'm like. I know when I'm low. I don't know when I'm high. I sometimes feel weird when I'm high, but I definitely know when I'm low. Um, and I've just, I've just been feeling a lot more regulated, you know, the past 20 days. So, you know, knowing how those hormones are related, um, I don't know if maybe because I've started, my body's starting to cleanse itself out more, you know, that when I do eat a sugar, it just hits the spot you know, quicker than it would if I had all this gunk in my system and, you know, it's trying to get where it needs to go. So, but, I mean, I I just think it's good um, to know uh, the hormonal relationships uh, that our body has um, in in its relationship to food. So thank you. Yeah, well, I have an 18-month-old, so my daughter's a little bit younger than your child. But, yeah, I had three. My first two children, I had gestational diabetes, so I'm very familiar with that. Um, and you're right, your body isn't processing all the junk that it had to process beforehand, so the nutrients that you need is getting to where it needs to go, and it takes two years after a pregnancy for your hormones to become balanced, so to also keep that in mind, um, so you're, like, almost at that point, you know, of two years, March is around the corner, um, so you're absolutely right, like, you're feeding your body exactly what it needs, so it doesn't have to process or over-process the things that it doesn't need, the radicals that are in your body, so you're right, like, you're just, and you do, after a while, I mean, it takes 21 days to form a new habit, and it takes 60 days to ingrain it in your, like, your brain pathways, so you're, like, at that point where it's becoming a lifestyle change, and your body knows exactly what it needs, God made it that way, so that, you know, he made it perfect, so you're, when you when you're craving something that you actually need and you put your bo- that in your body, it's going to take care of whatever whatever the issue is going on. So you're right. You know what you're doing. <laughs> wow. Thanks. That is awesome. Man, I'm so glad we did this call. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> right. And we all have all these commonalities that we don't even realize. Um, and so I don't know if you had something else, but I want to talk about really um, fast. Um, we can kind of go around, but just before we go, I think we got 10 minutes. I don't know if we're in early, but um, any recipes, um, recipes, and I guess just fitness, if we can go there. Um, any recipes that anybody wants to work on that they've been looking at that's, um, that they've been thinking about making, um, and we can talk about that. And because uh, I keep looking at, um, what do you call them? They're, they're, they're fries, but they're not. Chickpea fries. I'm not going to fry them. I'm going to put them together and bake them. Um, mm-hmm. But that's but that's my recipe. And just fitness. And when I say fitness, just like what everybody's doing, 
um, I'm a big person in diversity because I don't, um, you get in that area of plateau, so I'm always doing something different. Um, but maybe people are on the line or struggling or I'm doing this and I'm not doing that. The overall theme that I hear, and I, and I don't want to do this plug, but this is my thing, is that we have to simply love ourselves to the point where we take care of ourselves. And so mm-hmm. Joanne and I just was having this conversation about coffee. And so, of course, you know, she told me last night to go get the coffee. I put that up on Facebook. I went and got the coffee. But somebody made a comment, and I didn't know who it was, and they said, you guys should have your own coffee pot because I drink 46 to 60 ounces a day of coffee, and it's cheaper. So I said I said to Joanne, I said, did she really say that? I said, Joanne, that's a gallon of coffee. And I said, of course she was. She's telling me to get a coffee pot because she can't afford it. <laughs> I was like, I said, is my coffee a dollar right there at Wawa? We got to this whole thing about her, the lady that said it, and um, my sister's boss. And my sister's boss, we've known her for years. And she lost all this weight, and she purged her closet and gave away clothes and everything. And we talked about um, how much coffee she consumes. You know, coffee and cigarettes, and you only eat, like, one time a day. So when I just Mm. heard you say that, Claudia, um, and diabetic, so when I think about and y'all know, like, I'm, like, the, the person about diabetes, too. And diabetes 1, you know, that's sometimes genetic and all that good stuff. But this diabetes 1, is a, a lot of it contributes to our food. And so when I think about it, when we're so busy in our life working, entrepreneurs, going after dreams, taking care of three kids, husband, ministry, we put everything in front of ourselves, and that's where it has to go back to, to the balance. So. And if we don't take care of ourselves, we're just not even going to, like, we're not going to be here to even do the purpose that God called us to do in the first place. So that was my um, thought about that. But I just wanted to talk about, um, you know, fitness and, and recipes. And if anybody has something to say about that, yeah, before we, we got like 10 minutes left. Um, yeah, can I, can I say something really quick? Because Rhonda's not going to say this, you guys. Um, Rhonda is a huge, huge um, lead and inspiration for me, and she will be for you. Her fitness routine is off the chain because she will have you climbing mountains, um, just things that you <laughs> things you would never think you could do. So make sure you stay connected with her on Facebook because she does um, post events and there are things that are fun. You'll get a very serious workout. You'll probably burn like 2,000 calories in one of her events. Um, so, um, yeah, she has a lot, a lot of great, um, ways to be creative with fitness that sometimes don't cost a thing. So just, I just wanted to put that out there and be mindful that she definitely has some good ideas. So if you're ever struggling in that area, that, um, to maybe send her a, a, a Facebook message or something and just say, hey, any ideas or for this, I'm working on that. If in between calls you need the extra support, I wanted to say that. Um, So in in terms of recipes, if anybody can share um, some bean recipes, any kind of bean um, that doesn't have meat in it, I would love to hear if anyone has anything along those lines. Today, yay. (laughs) (laughs) I said I'm I'm making the five bean chili today. Okay. Okay. And did that if you uh, like a, you can do the two different color kitty beans, the red, the light red, the dark red, the um 
Oh God, the things they make hummus out of chickpeas. Chickpeas mm-hmm. that makes that makes it have the meaty taste, in my opinion. Or yeah. for those who don't eat who do eat meat and they eat my chili, they're like, oh yeah, it's still heavy with the meat. Okay. Uh, and I use a, a white bean and a black bean, mm. and make the chili the exact same way that you would normally make it with the chili powder and your, um, you know, your your tomatoes and your and a, a can of like a can of chopped tomatoes and a can of tomato paste and uh, uh, your onions and your garlic and all that kind of stuff. You know, like you would normally make it, and this mm-hmm. is wonderful and slow cooking in a slow cooker. And today is the perfect day, and that's what I'm making. Yeah. Okay, can you post that somewhere so we can get that? Somebody <laughs> <laughs> was gonna say that. I was, just, I was like, there you have it. <laughs> okay, I'll post it on. Um, I'll post it. Uh, everybody's friends with Rhonda. I know I'm friends with Rhonda and I and the Angela too. I'll post it either one of those two, and that way uh, a tagger in, and that way you can find it. Okay, thank you. Awesome. Does anybody use Pinterest? Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, Pinterest is, a, is the best. If you just just type in what you're looking for, there's mm-hmm. so many options, and that you can just vary. I, you know, I I don't eat any meat, so I just I do Pinterest everything. Like, and the other another thing that I use, and I don't know, this might be you guys don't fuss at me because I don't really know exactly what all everyone does, but I use um wonton wraps for everything. So oh, like, I if I, and, yeah. you know, they're cheap. They're only two dollars, no two ninety nine, mm-hmm. like at least six, eight servings in there. And you only need, I only do six, but you can do eight little wonton things. And you can, I bake them and make chips and I add cheese to them or a, mm-hmm. a pesto sauce on top of them. Um, and like I said, I eat seafood, so I'll cut up a shrimp or I just don't put no shrimp on them or whatever and use it for everything. But if you're doing desserts and you want to eat something that's lighter, you want to cut up some food and make like an applesauce and make it into like a little dumpling, Those, they are awesome. They're, and they're, 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 they're really nice. Ladies, I don't want to hang up. I don't want to be rude, but I have to hang up. So I just want to say thank you so much. It's Chris, and I'll, hopefully I'll talk to you guys really soon. I have family members that keep calling in. Okay. Store, so I have to go and see if they're okay. All right. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you. Um, just so you know, you found the wontons in the produce section, because when I first was doing wontons, I looked all over the grocery store. <laughs> And they're usually like in our, or a shop right there in the organic section, um, where like the crumbles are, like the um, the baked meat, meat I guess is, um, usually up there. So just so you know. <laughs> the I mean, it's actually near the tofu section where you would get your um, Brussels, your sprouts and stuff like that. It's all it's all in that same section. Yep, that's where it is. Um. I have a recipe that I wanted to suggest that I got creative with um, last week. Um, So I took whole wheat tortillas, um, and I got some uh, crushed tomatoes. Uh, I chopped up some green peppers, some fresh tomatoes, um, some tofu that I, you know, sauteed in the pan with all the vegetables, and some yellow onions. And I mixed it with um, adobo seasoning, cilantro, pepper, and then I added some um, cumin. I think I'm saying it right, cumin. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, I I put it all, you know, in a little pan, and, you know, I um, I kind of sauteed it. And then I um, took the t- tortillas, and I found this uh, spicy sriracha um, hummus, mm-hmm. 
and I lined the the side of the tortilla with the hummus. Just to add, I like spicy food, so you know, it just add a little spice to it, and just you know, wrapped it up, and it filled me up. Like, and my kids actually liked it too, um, but nobody knew it was like tofu. Well, I guess you can't really taste tofu, but I mean. Um, sometimes it's hard for me to know what to cook tofu with because it's such a weird texture. Um, but everything together, especially with the uh, cumin in it, it just um, it gave it a different uh, flavor, and it, and it was really good and really filling. So yes, I don't do tofu too. I don't know why somebody said it wasn't that great for you, but you do tofu too much. But it does take on whatever it tastes like. I know I get a tofu from Whole Foods that tastes like um, it's like a gentle toast chicken. Or mm-hmm. I love it, but I don't do it too much, and, I, and probably for the same reason. But it's, it's I've gotten to the place that I don't have to have the meat in there. That's that's a great thing to me. I don't really. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, you guys, we are going to um, almost uh, not almost uh, wrap the call up. End it. Um, if you have any things that you uh, topics that you want to talk about this week, we talked about relationship and so many other things. Um, and we'll put the recipes up. Um, Claudia, if you could put your recipe, I guess you could put it on my wall too. Uh, Charlene, you could put it on um, my wall. And just we'll meet in two weeks. It's a biweekly um, call. I guess we'll either do a call, we'll put it up either a call or in person. And even if some of you can't make it in person, if we decide to go that way, um, we'll still do a call. So we'll have both. We just have to get in a quiet place because so it's not going to work in um, Starbucks. But we thank you, ladies, for just um, sacrificing your time and getting on and just. Um, working towards uh, a healthier lifestyle and just it's, it's admirable to just take time um, to just pour into yourself and pour into others and share. So we just thank you um, for getting on the mastermind and you're welcome to invite others that, you know, want to walk the journey, need some encouragement. It's about accountability because um, when you show up for other people, you know, you have to show up for yourself too because you can't, you know, be a hypocrite, of course. you got to walk this thing out. So we um, want to send you guys blessings. Have an awesome day. Um, stay warm and stay fit. Make great choices. And that we're, um, we'll see what we're going to do about this. But just praying for this group. And I'm, because I'm a personal prayer, y'all know that. Just making sure that we just hold each other up in our personal time and prayer. Um, that we walk this thing out. That we stay healthy. And um, anytime we need each other, you know, just pop each other a message on Facebook. And hopefully we can all connect. I'll connect you guys with Christine, too, so you guys can connect with her, too. So we're all, um, we know who we all are. So that's it. Anybody else got something really quick to say, and then we can close out? Um, Nope, Rhonda. I just wanted to welcome everyone who's a part of the group. And um, we have big dreams and a big mission, and we're excited. And we're just looking forward to um, this growing and being able to build up a community of people who are living healthy, that is our goal. So right. I just want to thank everyone for being a part of this call. All right. You guys have a great day. CD, Claudia, and Charlene, thank you so much for getting on the call. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Everybody Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.